Well, welcome to Odds and Ends with Mike Tice Thursday, special edition Breeders' Cup week. And my two guests today are both Hall of Famers, both Hall of Fame jockeys. One is still riding and has a full slate of mounts this weekend. That's the great Johnny Velasquez. And the other is one of my special guests each week on Odds and Ends with Mike Tyson. That's the Hall of Fame jockey, Gary Stevens. When we come back, they've got lots of information about this weekend's Breeders' Cup races. I got the horse right here, the name is Paul Revere, and here's a guy that says if the weather's clear, can do, can do, this guy says the horse can do, if he says the Well, welcome back to Odds and Ends with Mike Tice, and my next guest is Hall of Fame jockey, the all-time leading money winner in purses, 16 Breeders' Cup wins, two Kentucky Derbies, and I was all over Animal Kingdom in 2011, Johnny V. Johnny, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thank you for having me, Coach. Uh, you got a lot of work to do this weekend. You have a tremendous number of mounts. I'm going to start whipping down the list, and if you can give the fans and, and me a little background on the horse, if it's a horse you haven't uh, sat on or rode on yet, just fire away with best you got, and we'll go from there. The first one I'm going to start with is the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf. You have a horse named Our Country in there for George Weaver. Can you tell the fans a little bit about that horse? Oh, I, I, at least I, I know a little bit about him because I worked him last week, and mm-hmm. he was really nice. He had a, a pretty good race last time out. I mean, a little bit of trouble, trouble to own. Uh, so given uh, a comfortable trip, and he's like everything. There's a couple other good horses out here, so they had to show up in the day with you know. So, but he actually worked really, really nice for the race. Yeah, and he uh, ran third, uh, third last time, if I'm not mistaken, in the Pilgrim Grade Three at Belmont. Coming into the race nice, has a good work. Let's move on to the next horse, uh, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf Sprint. In this race, you have Kimara, Kamari, excuse me, for Wesley. Kimari, yep, yes, for Wesley. You. Can you tell the fans a little bit about Kamari? Well, tell me, she's been a very, very good horse, and mm-hmm. uh, obviously she's gone to, uh, to Oscar and just got beat, and Oscar came back and uh, went to Saratoga. Uh, came back and came on and won again. So she's been a very, very good horse. Mm-hmm. Like everything, hopefully we get a better break than she had last time. And even the, even though that she broke, okay, last time she got squeezed out of the gate with my mate and she came around everybody in the quarter point run. I mean, obviously she's, she's a good a good horse and uh, she has to show up again today. Hopefully she'll do it again. Yeah, that'll be nice. <laughs> and that'll be really nice. And I have the, had Bobby Baffert on uh, to talk about these next two horses that you're riding for him. Uh, this weekend or Friday, Bast, the uh, sixth horse for Bob Baffert in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies. A uh, horse won its last race, and you rode it in the Chandelier uh, at Santa Anita. Can you tell the fans a little bit about Bast? Um, she was very uh, on, very honest and, and, and very game, I have to mm-hmm. say that. Um, um, and after the race, I was talking to Bob, he didn't have had her too tight for the race, but mm-hmm. obviously... She was game. She put a really tough, uh, tough fight down the lane, and I mean, she went by ahead, by mm-hmm. long neck. Uh, I was head. So very good. I'm excited to see her back, and hopefully, you know, she she can put up a, a, a kind of race like that. Though, you know, she, I, she, I was proud of it. She, she was definitely very game. Yeah, it's going to be tough. it's going to be a great uh, race. You got the one horse Donna Veloce for Simon Callahan coming off a six and a half furlong maiden win. That always worries me a little bit, going to stretch the horse out in a grade one. But uh, really like the way your horse is training. Bobby had good things to say about Bass. I'm going to move on to Bobby's 
other two-year-old that you're going to ride for him in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. That'll go off as the ninth race on Friday. That's eight rings. Uh, winner uh, last time in the American Pharaoh Grade 1, which you rode at Santa Anita. Uh, here the, I hear the horse is training exceptionally well. This is also going to be a tough race, but they're all tough. It's Breeders' Cup. Tell the fans, <laughs> yeah. tell the fans a little bit about eight rings, but Johnny. Yeah, every race that we, we, we're going to go through, obviously, that's a Breeders' Cup. So we got <laughs> right. a lot of good, good horses, and the uh, like competition is, is very steep. Yeah. It's like everything. You, know, you, you show up that the, 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 the big days, uh, the uh, competitions are really, really tough, and you hope for your horse to respond for the things you want to do, and, and we go from there. Um, he actually uh, ran a really, uh, really good race here already, so mm-hmm. he, he won over here. Obviously, the competition is a lot tougher now, so we got to make plans to see what Bob tells me, you know, what he wants to do with, with him in the first part of the race, and, and then we go from there. Uh, obviously, he, he won on the lead, lost them out, and when he drove his maiden, he, he was a little off the pace. He was not, he was not right on the lead, but uh, uh, I think he, he can be, uh, you know, you can put it whatever you want. That's, that's what we're, we're hoping for anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we say in football, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best, and on Breeders' Cup Day, Friday and Saturday, you're going to be running, like you said, against some of the best horses, if not the best horses in the world. And so you got to jump up and get it done. And, uh, for- and this race, I mean, I have to say, I mean, this, this race is probably the the, uh, the baby's race is probably the toughest race that we have had had in in a long time. So, okay, wow. Um, they look really, really good. I said, really, really good race. Oh, that's going to be fun for the fans. That closes out the card on on Friday, and then. We're going to move on to the Breeders' Cup Philly and Mare Sprint, Spice Perfection for Peter Miller, a horse that won last out at Keeneland in the TCA, grade two. Tell us a little bit. I don't see that you've ridden uh, this horse before, Johnny, so do you have a little background on no, this No, I, I, don't, I don't have much, much okay. to know about her. But, you know, I, I saw her last race, obviously. Mm-hmm. She stumbled pretty bad and, and uh, came running down the lane, so she put a really, I mean, a great effort to do to do what she did last time out, so mm-hmm. I mean, but it's nothing correction, you know. When when you come to these big races like this, uh, it's a lot of speed, and uh, uh, you hope that she can put that that uh, race right back in, into what she did last time. You know, coming between horses on the lane and and running and, and winning the race. So yeah, uh, you know. Then again, there's a Breeders' yeah. Cup, so yeah. that's they show up. <laughs> that's right, right. And you got a full, you're going to barely have time to change your shirts in the locker room. you got so many mounts, that's a great thing. You, you're not wasting your time yeah. out here. You're going right to work. Well, last year's uh, Chur- at Churchill Down Turf Sprint, Breeders' Cup Turf Sprint horse, Stormy Liberal, again for Peter Miller. You're going to get up on that horse. It's another horse you haven't ridden before. Uh, ran third last out in the Eddie D. Uh, but one, like I said, the Breeders' Cup turf sprint last year. What about the seven-year-old Stormy Liberal? How's that horse going? Do you have any? Well, obviously he's 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 been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And he's a tough cookie, so uh, I'm hoping that the jump in. But you know, I mean, uh, he has to step up then again. You know, to this competition again, and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully we we can get it done. <laughs> yeah, I hope. And I tell you, the next race, I'm going to segue to the next race which I've got my eye on this horse, is a wonderful horse. Chad Brown was on the show and really had great things to say about that tremendous mare, Sister Charlie. How about a little word about Sister Charlie? Yeah, man, she's been so good to us, and, uh, and uh, really uh, it's incredible what she's done the last two years, and mm-hmm. especially what, she got, what she's done this year. So we're hoping for the same thing. We, had a good, we have a good pose. We see some ground you know, for the first part of the race, and hopefully we can get it out somewhere uh, by the three, we'll get the strike going and 
coming home and hopefully we end up with the winners. Oh, man, I hope so because I'm going to single that horse. Uh, engage. Yeah. Engage in a Breeders' Cup sprint. Now, uh, you haven't ridden this horse. Well, you did. You're way back in Aqueduct. You, ran, you rode this horse in the Bay Shore, actually, in uh, 2018. Yeah. Uh, but this horse is coming off a win in the Phoenix. I think this race, the sprint, is going to be one of the toughest premier races of the two two day weekend. Tell me about uh, engage in the sprint, if you would, Johnny. Yeah, like you said, I mean, this is a really really tough race. Yeah, um, a lot a lot of good horses in this one, and uh, a lot of tough horses like they, they, they show up every time they run. So for him, he definitely had to step up with with this kind of class, and I hope he can do it. Uh, obviously, anything can happen, and and, and the races. So. I mean, I'm optimistic, so so hopefully he can show up and, and, and get a big piece out, out of his race. Yeah, and I'm going to skip over the next one, the TBG Mile, uh, because you have next shares, and that horse is on the also eligible. I don't think that horse is going to get in unless I'm wrong. Yeah, so. I don't think so either. Yeah, so I'm going to move over to the distaff. You're riding a horse for Richard Baltus uh, called Secret Spice in that race. is going to go off as the seven horse. Uh, you haven't ridden that horse before, but the horse is uh, in good form right now, coming out of a couple of tough races. Ran second in the Zenyatta, but went off the favorite. You know anything about this horse? I know a horse is working extremely well. No, I've only been watching the works, and mm-hmm. I think she's looked really well, though, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that, that that speed shows up and then, you know, they battle up a little bit in front that that, that we can come uh, and get them down the lane, though, you know. So, I mean, she's, she's absolutely a very nice horse, so. She's been knocking on the door all the time, so hopefully this will be her, uh, a chance to shine, but let's put it that way. Oh, that'll be nice. Well, I'm going to move on to the uh, the Longines Breeders' Cup turf, and you have Channel Maker in there for Billy Mott, uh, the great Billy Mott. This is a horse that you rode in the Palm Beach. You rode the horse. What do you think about this horse's chance? This is going to be another tough race, and you got... Yeah, I rode him last time out in, in Dublin. He actually... Uh, running really, really good race. Yeah, and he's another horse, another top, another top horse. That he shows up every time. Though, mm-hmm. you know? It's about he's, he has a lot of quirks with him here and there. So it's about timing, mm-hmm. uh, timing the right time with him, and mm-hmm. uh, how, how quick, how quickly you take the lead, or how late you quick uh, you take the lead. He's a little, definitely a little bit difficult. So hopefully, I can get that time. Right this time and, and get ahead in front of the wire. Yeah, the horses run, run won $2 million, and like you said, uh, you ran second in the Turf Classic uh, at Belmont on this horse, and the horse seems to be in good good form right now. And then I'm going to move on to the big one, the 12th race on the card Saturday, the great $6 million, wow, $6 million purse, uh, Breeders' Cup Classic, and you have a really nice horse for Shug McKay, the coming off... Uh, Tough uh, race to Vino Voso, Vino Rosso in the Jockey Club uh, Gold Cup. Got the win on a disqualification. Won the Travers with ease, and the horse looked really good that day. Tell us a little about this great three-year-old cult, Code of Honor. And he's done so good. I mean, he's stepping up every every race that we we uh, we had put him on. You know, and obviously the, then had a break and uh, uh, for the summer, so he he. he, he he has put everything together the way we expected him to do and put three three really good races. Um, obviously, he's, he's, he's only a three-year-old. His, his head just basically beat by by a nose, little, little long nose. And last time out, with, with a little bump in, they got him off, got him off, off his balance a little bit and, and just got beat. But I think he's definitely he's stepping up at the right time. And, uh, you know, it's 
he's only three years old, so looking forward for him to grow up and put all this thing together, really. You know, he's been very good to us. Yeah, it's going to be some race. Uh, Mackenzie in there. I'll see you in the paddock for that race. My friend Mike Pagram has Mackenzie in there. I really, I know you're busy as all hell, and you flew across country last night. I really appreciate you taking the time coming on. Hopefully I'll get a chance to give you a wave on uh, on Saturday. Have a great weekend. Win lots of races. Uh, thank you, Coach. All right, thank man. you very much. Thanks, Johnny. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, welcome back to Odds and Ends with Mike Tice. This is Breeders' Cup Special Thursday edition. And my guest, as always each week, is Hall of Fame jockey Gary Stevens. And Gary's going to take us through the energy at Santa Anita and all of the races on Saturday. Gary, how you doing? Tell us all about what's going on at Santa Anita. Yesterday was great. Today was even better. The energy level, uh, there was so many people... Dropped my daughter off at school. I got in there a little bit late. A little bit, they called me 745 Stevens, and uh, I got in there. I had to park way out in the back lot. Uh, wow. They've got shuttles coming in and the marquee where there's breakfast, drinks, all kinds of stuff going on. Just uh, some crazy energy, and it's it's all positive energy. That's nice to hear. And then a lot of owners, you said yesterday, are there. And I'm sure they open it up in the mornings for the fans to come out and watch the action on the track. Is that what they're doing? Oh, wide open, yeah. It's a, a great scene that Breeders' Cup is doing right now, letting these people in. They've got uh, shops set up where you can buy memorabilia, uh, jackets, uh, sweaters, whatever you want. I, I made some purchases, spent some money I didn't expect to uh, spend this morning. But, yeah, it's wide open for the general public and the people that are participating. And uh, everybody is just mingling with everybody it's uh, just great positive energy out here right now. Good for horse racing, isn't it, Gary? Yeah, it is. It's some uh, a boost we we've needed for a long time, and I'm looking forward to uh, some great racing. And it all kicks off uh, the fourth race on on Saturday afternoon. Well, it kicks off tomorrow, but I think we're going to talk about Saturday, aren't we? Yeah, let's talk about Saturday. And before we jump to Saturday, which we will hear within a couple seconds, anything, any buzz out there on any horses you're hearing? Uh, that the fans might want to hear about, or you want to just roll on to Saturday's race? Well, there's a lot of buzz, and there's a lot of good prices on, on mm-hmm. horses that are so competitive, and, and one of them that I'll talk about that's not one of my picks, and I'm I'm going to throw a couple in as we're talking that, that people might want to consider because they're going to have their own opinion anyway uh, of what they like, and my input might help a little bit, but uh, a couple horses that are really bouncing, off the walls right now that I that I like, and when I get to their races, I'll, I'll tell you who they are, even though they're not my uh, picks one, two, and and that's what I'm going to do in in all the races we're going through is who I think is going to be one, two, or two, one, vice versa, uh, very competitive racing. That sounds like a plan, Stan. Let's knock it out and let's start with the fourth race that goes off Saturday, 11:55 Pacific time. Just about when I'm arriving at the track from the Burbank Airport, the Breeders' Cup Philly Mare Sprint, seven furlongs. Go ahead, Gary. Give the fans what you got. I've got Kofefe, uh mm. number one right now. I don't like to draw down in the one hole. I've got Selcourt to run second, and one of them I'm going to kick in that I like her draw. And I, I like her record here at Santa Anita, and that's Bellafina, and I love the distance of the race seven furlongs. 
Yeah, and if you remember, a couple shows back, I picked Bellafina to win back east, I believe it was. Uh, yeah, in the cotillion at Parks. She didn't run that well that day, but but I did lay that horse out there, so I'm a fan. I like that you're throwing that in. Yeah, Kofefe is going to be really tough for Joel Rosario. Uh, your man, Ronnie Anderson, had nice things to say about that horse the other day. Of course, Ronnie is the jocks agent for Joel Rosario, and he said uh, on the show, Gar, he said that Joel was loaded for the weekend. Let's, yeah, he is loaded. Yeah, let's <laughs> I, there's, there's a reason if they had a Hall of Fame for jockey agents, uh, Ron Anderson definitely would be in it, and that's what I call him, HOF, Buckethead, uh, but, Ron Anderson. Well, and, <laughs> and, and he had your book for a number of years, is that correct, Gary? Yeah, we, he's, uh, he's had a number of Hall of Famers. He went from... Steve Stevens, when I retired, to Jerry Bailey. Jerry Bailey, when he retired, he went to Garrett Gomez, and he's got the great soon-to-be, I, I should hope and think. Uh, he's served enough years now, but Joel Rosario uh, belongs and deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Well, that's good. That's a good report, and that's a nice thing to say about a jockey that I've got my eye on this weekend. We'll move to the fifth race, the Breeders' Cup Turf Sprint. Five furlongs on the turf, at, of course, at Santa Anita. What do you got here, my man? This is a tough race. Well, it's a tough race, and there's going to be a lot of luck involved. I would have liked it better if it was six and a half furlongs instead of five furlongs. It's going to be a, just, it's going to be a rough and tumble race is what it's going to be, and a lot of luck's going to be involved. So I'll take Eddie Haskell out on the outside that uh, seems to love this five furlong distance. Mark Glatt mm-hmm. is on fire right Seattle now. Seattle boy. And then... And then we're going to, yeah, Seattle boy. And we talk every morning, and uh, he's got great energy out on the racetrack right now. And Stormy Liberal, I'm going to throw him in there mm-hmm. just for the fact of this. the connections and, and and his record in the Breeders' Cup. I know he's getting long in the tooth, but Seven. he always shows up on the big days. So those are going to be my, my uh, first and second picks in the sprint yeah. on the turf. Yeah, and uh, we talked about that, Johnny V and I, when he was on the show earlier, we, we talked about that uh, horse was the winner last year, Stormy Liberal, that is, the seven-year-old at the Breeders' Cup uh, turf sprint at Churchill Downs. So... Uh, of course, the horse has shown it can jump up on these big days and get it done. Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile, the big-ass fans. Oh, I love saying that. The big-ass fans. I <laughs> The big-ass fans. Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile. Man, what a race. What a race. Go ahead and fire away on this one. Well, I, I think uh, Omaha Beach, if I'm going to single anything, if I'm paying, playing the exotics or anything, Omaha Beach. Mm-hmm. I've got a. I've got a side bet with Ron Anderson on this, and it's a sizable one. He thinks he ran too fast in his last race. I know he ran fast. He ran a number that nobody else has run this year. But in saying that, he's got a trainer like no trainer I ever rode for, and that's Richard Mandela. Mm-hmm. And he's picked the right spot for the horse. He looks wonderful, and uh, Omaha Beach is my my pick. But I'm going to throw a, a horse that's going to be a little bit of a price mm-hmm. in there that I'm very familiar with because I've ridden him. A lot of times, and he's still got the energy that I, I saw uh, three years ago, last time I rode him, that's giant expectations down in the one hole. Mm. Uh, he he mm. has gate problems, but I'm going to tell you what, if uh, anybody's going to upset Omaha Beach, it's going to be giant expectations if he gets a decent break early on and can be a contender in the early pace. Wow, that's a nice horse to throw in there. And, of course, Bobby Baffert, that is, has improbable in there, but... 
I think Improbable has got to be out in front. And uh, you talk about a horse that's had gate problems. Improbable has had some gate problems as well. Well, we're going to yeah. And I, I mean, you you got to throw him in there just just because mm-hmm. uh, it's going a flat mile short run into the turn and the the break is so important for everyone except Omaha Beach. Uh, mm-hmm. He can stop. He can be on the lead. He's got good natural speed, and that's why he's going to be my single and anything that I do in exotics. Nice. I like that. I got a couple other singles we'll talk about here in a second. Breeders' Cup, Philly and Mare Turf goes off as the seventh race, the Maker's Mark. Breeders' Cup, Philly and Turf want to give the sponsors their due. This is a uh, great race. Uh, Chad Brown was on, and he had me dying. He was talking about, he had me cracking up. He was talking about the six-horse face uh, or taste, however you say it. He said it, they uh, they say it a number of different ways. That horse is in there to uh, make sure there's enough speed in the front end, and he came right out and said that on the show, and I was dying. I thought that was one of the funniest things, but basically that horse is uh, just in there for the set it up for Sister Charlie, the number two horse, but who do you like in there? Well, uh, Sister Charlie, I believe, is better than what she was last year, and she was pretty darn good. And mm-hmm. Pace just uh, she helps the she helps the issue, and she's been employed mm-hmm. the last couple races for Sister Charlie, and she she hangs around. Mm-hmm. I mean, if a, a rabbit has been known to get loose on the lead and and win, and it happens very often here at Santa Anita, but Sister Charlie, I think she's better than she was last year. She's mm-hmm. my my pick, and in, incidentally. And Chad saying that uh, Tace and Sister Charlie are both owned by Peter Brandt, mm-hmm. and Peter has a lot of horses in Europe, and it's done every day. They have a pacemaker or a rabbit, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. and uh, that would be Tace. But I'm going to go with Sister Charlie, and I'm going to go with Basilica. Basilica mm. is 11 out of 12 here at Santa Anita, yep, yep. and uh, I, I love that uh, she's being able to compete. And she's going to be my uh, second-place pick, and I think she'll be a decent price. Well, that's good, good. And then I'm going to throw a horse in there just uh, to put it in because I want the fans to hear the name of it. It's my favorite name of any horse running this weekend. Can you say it right? Yeah, the 10 horse. I can say Mississippi. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I can say it right. Let's move on to the Breeders' Cup Sprint, which is going to be one of the highlights of the day of the weekend. Six furlongs. Grade one, obviously, two million dollar purse. This this field is loaded. I know you were talking about Hog Creek Hustle the other day, the horse that Mikey Mikey Smith picked up. I was talking about Catalina Cruiser. Go ahead and give us what you got in this one, Gar. I I hate to draw for uh, Catalina Cruiser. Mm-hmm. If he would have drawn the ten hole of ten horses, he would have probably been my pick. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He drew the one hole. Uh, Matoli is my pick. Mm-hmm. I don't love his draw, but he's tough. He's uh, If you saw him walking on the racetrack, and you're going to see him on Saturday, mm-hmm. and you're going to see what I'm talking about, what an athlete he is. He's my number one pick. Uh, Chancelot to run uh, second. Mm-hmm. And Chancelot, uh, he's got a he's got an invitatious uh, draw outside of Matoli. Mm-hmm. But Hog Creek Hustle, mm-hmm. uh, that's one you want to throw in there because he, he has no speed. The pace is going to be hot in here. Mm-hmm. It is every year, and the sprint is known for horses coming off the pace. Mikey Smith always finds a way to get through, do what he's got to do, and he's going to have him in the right spot. But uh, still, I'm going to go with uh, with Tully, the four horse and uh, number seven, 
uh, number six, excuse me, Whitmore. It's going to be. Or uh, 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 Chancellor. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's going to be one half. I took my glasses off, Mike. Uh, I got mine on, brother. I can't see without them. <laughs> Let's move on to the, uh, the the grass again. We're going to go to the TVG Breeders' Cup Mile. Uh, another race that's loaded. Talent, a lot of shippers from overseas. That's where you come in because I really don't know about the shippers. The favorite right now is Circus Maximus. Morning line favorite for Aiden O'Brien. Go ahead and fire away, Gary. I'm going to fire away with uh, Got Stormy. If she runs back to a race two back at mm-hmm. Saratoga mm-hmm. against the boys, I mean, it's a, a mare running against the, the Colts, but she's got good tactical speed. Uh, she can be where she wants. If she, if she gets uh, gets a little break in the pace, which I think she will midway down the backside, she's going to be my pick. And LeCoulin, the two-horse mm-hmm. for Kara McLaughlin, I've got him picked to run second. And the rest of it, uh, I mean, this race is a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to depend on going into the first turn. But tactically, those those are my two picks. Yeah, and then I wouldn't leave out the uh, grass expert of the United States, Chad Brown's 11-horse Uni, another horse ridden by Joel Rosario. So let's move on to the next race, which goes off as the 10th race, uh, one of the great races of the day. Well, they're all great. I mean, that's why it's the Breeders' Cup World Championship. Breeders' Cup this staff, mile and eighth, the Long Jeans Breeders' Cup this staff. What you talking here? Well, uh, Midnight Beast, she's going to be a single on, on a lot of tickets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I wasn't single in uh, Omaha Beach, and mm-hmm. I, I may if I want to put in a, a small small ticket uh, pick six or whatever, then uh, Midnight Beast would be another that I would single to keep my ticket down. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Paradise Woods uh, for John Sheriff, he knows how to get them right for the right day, as we saw with Zenyatta. Uh, Paradise Woods, uh, very quirky filly, but she's doing great right now. She's bouncing off the ground, carrying good weight, and uh, I've got her to run second. Yeah, and uh, Paradise Woods for John Sharif's. Let me tell you something. He's training at 36% wins right now, and it seems to me, following horses, when the barn's hot, all the horses know it. And uh, Paradise Woods, uh, that's my daughter's last name now that she's married, Adrian Woods. Uh, <laughs> got to throw that in there. Breeders' Cup turf going a mile and a half. Uh, well, you got another great horse in here, but Anthony Van Dyke coming over from overseas for Aiden O'Brien, and of course you've got the great bricks and mortar in there. Winner of the Arlington Million last out for Chad Brown. What do you got for the fans here, guy? Everything you just said, and I don't know if I've got them right, upside down or backwards. But I would say uh, that uh, I've got bricks and mortar on top. Mm-hmm. Anthony Van Dyke, I just had a conversation less than 45 minutes ago with Aiden O'Brien, and he gave me that look, and he smiled, and he said, yeah, he's the right horse for the day. So you can flip-flop them two horses in the exacta and, mm-hmm. and throw in what you want, but I, I would throw uh, Arklo in there if you're going to play a, a try, but I would uh, definitely have bricks and mortar and Anthony Van Dyke uh, flip-flop them. I'm not sure which one, just because Chad has been a little hesitant about the distance. I think if he's ever going to uh, handle a mile and a half, it's going to be here at Santa Anita mm-hmm. where this track is fast and they carry their speed and, and their stamina a bit further than they do on the East Coast. Oh, nice. Nice to hear that. That's a good little tidbit for our fans out there. Yeah, the the distance, I thought he might go in the mile, uh, the TVG mile, but he chose 
the turf. Uh, so we'll see the mile and a half. Sometimes you can get it and sometimes you can't. He seems confident that the horse is in a good spot if you heard his interview on yes, uh, yesterday's show. Well, we'll finish up with the classic, the $6 million Long Jeans Breeders' Cup Classic. Anxious to hear what, how you see this race playing out. Uh, go ahead, Gary. Well, I'm going to go with Code of Honor. Uh, Shook McGahee, I love the progression that I've seen. Uh, Shook has known that he was a late foal, and he wasn't probably completely ready for the derby. He exceeded expectations a little bit, and with every race this summer in New York, he's uh, progressed and, and improved. And, you know, it was a controversial uh, disqualification of Vinoroso in the uh, Jockey Club Gold Cup. But I'm going with the two three-year-olds. I'm going with Code of Honor first. Owendale, I love the way he looks right now out here at Santa Anita. He's got a skip in his step. And I'm not going to throw out Mongolian Groom. I'm not going to throw out McKenzie. I mean, there's so many. Vino Rosso, he's, I mean, I've made my picks. I know where I'm going. But I wouldn't be uh, surprised to see Vino Rosso or uh, McKenzie kick it in gear. Another horse who's having a great uh, couple weeks out here for Mark Cassie is War of Will. Excited for the final race of the day. It's going to be getting dark when it runs, and uh, look for just look for excitement in this race. I know it's going to be close and, and a heater uh, at the end. Yeah, it's going to be a contentious race. It's a race that any number of, oh gosh, five or six horses can legitimately win. I'd have to say I'm rooting for my good friend Mike Pagram. He's the reason why I'm coming down there, and that's he's the uh, owner of McKenzie. Gary, thanks for coming on and bringing out all that great info to our fans. I will see you Saturday. I'll probably just hit you with a couple of text messages tomorrow to see if you got any late info for some people that might be betting on their phone. That would be moi. Uh, have a good day. Say hi to Angie. Best of luck. All right, say uh, hi to Princess Di for me, if you would, please. You got it, bud. All right, man, thanks. Well, that's it for today's special Thursday Breeders' Cup edition of Odds and Ends with Mike Tice. I'd like to thank my guests for coming on, Johnny Velasquez, Hall of Fame jockey, and, of course, my friend and another Hall of Fame jockey, Gary Stevens. Tune in tomorrow where we'll have two shows. We'll have an NFL show with Bill Musgrave, former offensive coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings, to give out his top five AFC and NFC teams. We'll also have on head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, Mike Zimmer. You can text your thoughts and your ideas to odds and ends pod. That's O-D-D-S, the letter N, E-N-D-S pod. Or you can email us at oddsendendspod at gmail.com. Hope all your horses are winning horses, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.